T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. The other story in this third, the Blues 0 for 4 on the power play, and they had a 5 on 3. And that is dumped, and he scores! Yes, he did. Man, what a goal that was. That was in 2015 against the Winnipeg Jets. Barrett Jackman, unreal goal from way back to put the Blues up 5-4. to four. John Kelly had that call on Bally Sports Midwest along with Darren Pang, and he joins us live in studio. Number five, Barrett Jackman of the St. Louis Blues on KMOX. How you doing? I'm great. You keep playing that. I'm, uh, I'm even better. <laughs> <laughs> All skill from the uh, from the red line. You remember that shot, of course. I do, yeah. No, I picked my corner, and uh, luckily it went in. Yeah, that was big. That was against <laughs> the Jets. Blues, before we get into what you're doing, this is a really a big story, I think, what you and Kelly Chase and Brett Hall are doing with a recreational marijuana facility here in the St. Louis area. But that was uh, against the Jets. Blues lost to the Jets yesterday. Let me get this out of the way. The Blues, I mean, what, is, what is going on here? They've lost five in a row. They just can't put together. It's like I see three different games that they play. They play a period here, a period there. They can't put together 60 minutes. Yeah. Uh, you know, I was watching the game last night, and, you know, they, they look good. The penalty kill was really good. And you know, I went and put the kids to bed, and all of a sudden they come back, and, uh, you know, the score's 4-2, and the game's over with. I thought the uh, uh, you know, they had the, you know, Bennington was playing unbelievable last night. And, you know, I, I thought for the most part, it was uh, a game that looked like they could win, but you know, you, you, you know, blink of an eye and all of a sudden, uh, you know, things have, uh, have turned. My 18 year old daughter has become the hugest blues fan. So she watches every single game and whether the blues win or not determines the entire mood of the house. So I really, (laughs) (laughs) I really need them to turn this around. I always know whether they won or lost, just, you can just tell it in the air. Yeah. uh, You know, it's kind of like the city, you know, my (laughs) daughter, uh, you know, she wakes up in the morning. If it's horseback riding day, she's very happy. If, uh, you know, if it's not, then she's, uh, she's grumpy and I gotta, you know, watch my back. But uh, yeah, the, uh, the blues are so, uh, you know, they're, they're very polar right now. And uh, it's unfortunate. They've, you know, these losing skids have have really cost them a, a playoff spot. And, uh, you know, whether it's seven games or four or five, they just keep doing this. And, um, you know, if if they don't uh, come out of the break and, uh, you know, hitting the ground running, they're they're going to be uh, on the outside looking in. It sounds like there's a lot of 
finger pointing that that starts to happen, not necessarily within the organization, but outside the organization. So how hard is it on these young players? I mean, because they really are very young, you know, when they start to hear that and sense that that's happening. Yeah, they are. They are young. Um, you know, a lot of them have the social media. Yeah. When I first started playing, it was, you know, if you didn't pick up the newspaper or turn on the news, you, you had no idea uh, what people were saying about you. But uh, now there's comments, you know, directly to them and, uh, you know, and, and from Instagram or Twitter. And uh, you, you hear all the all the news now, whether it's, uh, you know, it's good, bad or ugly. You're you're really, you know, you're kind of putting yourself out there. So, you know, hopefully these guys are, are mentally strong enough to, to, you know, to know what they're, uh, you know, how they're doing or or, or what the they need to take in and, and they could, uh, you know, just kind of go about and, and do their job. Barrett Jackman would know one of the toughest players ever to wear that uniform. And I think about when I think of you, I think about Bobby and number five, Bobby Plager. You took the Bobby Plager Memorial Highway down here, a section of 6440 <laughs> right here outside our building. Uh, miss him a lot. I, I know that you do too. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's a huge huge reason that I'm sitting in this uh, studio right now. Uh, you know, with the, the pride I took in, in wearing that number five, uh, I'm, I'm sure it lifted me to, to play better, uh, you know, some games and, and, you know, some years than, than I ever could. And, uh, you know, I, I really think that Blues hockey might not have been here if it weren't for, uh, you know, the early success, the popularity he, he had. And, and uh, you know, just carrying on the tradition of the the blue note. So, you know, Bobby is one of the funniest guys I've ever met. One of the uh, most pers- personable. Uh, he always had time for uh, for every fan. It didn't know, it didn't matter if you know, even if you were a Blackhawk fan, he he would sit and talk to you and and uh, rib you for a while. And but you know, you, you always felt like you were you were welcome. So, you know, Bobby is you know he he will live on, uh, and I will make sure that from uh, you know till the day that I you know, pass, it'll be, uh, you know, Bobby Plager's, uh, you know, blues. Well, another Bobby, Bobby Hall that we just lost. You know, when you look at the loss of those players and what they meant to the game and what they meant to communities, um, you know, it's always hard as fans, you know, to see that happen. But I'm sure as players, it's doubly so. Yeah, uh, you know, Bobby uh, uh, Bobby Hall, Gordy Howe, you know, some of the, the, the best players to ever uh to ever play the game and, and the reason that hockey is so popular now is, you know, they're just, just kind of passing right now. So, uh, you know, condolences to the whole family. Uh, you know, I talked to Brett a little bit yesterday and, uh, you know, th- that, that house is, is very sad. Um, you know, he grew up idolizing his dad, uh, you know, his kids, you know, grew up and in, in learning about the, uh, the lore of, of their grandfather. So, uh, the whole family is very, uh, uh, very emotional right now, but they're they're also you know flooding in the uh, the stories uh, of of Bobby and uh, they're getting a lot of chuckles out of uh, you know the antics of of Bobby, but they also hear some uh, some great uh, on the ice stories as well. 
Barrett, you retired in 2016. Does it seem like a long time ago or just like yesterday? You know what? When I wake up, it feels like it was yesterday. But if I go down to the rink and, you know, you, you see all these players and you know, I don't even recognize half of them and, and they <laughs> have no idea who I am. So, uh, you know, it, it really makes it feel like it was uh, 20 years ago when I retired. <laughs> yeah, with the Blues were uh, uh, hampered with the uh, loss of some defensemen. I was like, man, can we get Jax out there one more time just to knock a few people around? Uh, but... You know, you have uh, a really a legacy as a hockey player, and then you have this second uh, career that you start to look out into different business ventures, which kind of leads us into what we're going to talk about after the break. But give us a little tease here of what's going on, and, and it has to do with Brett Hall and Kelly Chase. What are you guys up to? Well, uh, Holly and I, you know, first of all, we were in a tequila company together, uh, Cody Go 1530. But, uh, um, you know, the opportunity in, in St. Louis for uh, in Missouri for uh, legal cannabis and, and uh, the medicinal side of it uh, came about. And, uh, you know, Chaser, you know, talked to me about it. And, um, you know, hockey players, athletes, uh, you know, people with injuries, uh, you know, sleep problems, you know, looking towards some uh, pharmaceuticals that you just, you don't know the long-term effects of. And, uh, you know, cannabis is a way to, uh, you know, ease some pain uh, for a lot of people, maybe help you sleep, ease anxiety. So uh, we got into the business here in, in Missouri and, uh, you know, very proud of it. Well, when we come back, we'll talk more about that. When, where, who's involved, and we'll talk a little more hockey with Barrett Jackman, the Calder Trophy winner in 2002-03. I remember covering that season and your play, and here he is 20 years later, believe it or not, uh, right uh, alongside here on KMOX. All the news and all that matters to you, the voice of St. Louis, KMOX. This is KMOX Total Information AM with Debbie Monterey, Megan Lynch. I'm Tom Ackerman. We're joined in studio, segment number two, with Blues great Barrett Jackman. Before we get back into this, uh, thank you for all that you do for youth hockey. This guy has been present from this rebirth of, and I, I want to say rebirth because hockey really exploded with Bobby Plager and, and the original St. Louis Blues, but this town right now is on fire when it comes to hockey. I mean, the youth hockey Jacks is off the charts. We're, we've got players all over the league now. Yeah, it, it, it's amazing. Um, you know, you you got Brett Hall scoring all those goals, so you, you kind of had that, uh, uh, you know, in the, in the mid-90s, you have a lot of, you know, kids playing hockey and then uh, with a lot of the alumni having kids in St. Louis and staying in St. Louis, you you know you, you've had quite a bit of uh, you know some great coaching with uh, with some smart uh, individuals, and then you get some great players that uh, have it in their blood. So it's been fun to watch. It's been fun to to be a part of. I'm helping coach the uh, 2009 AAA Blues, and uh, you know right now we're sitting second in the country, and uh, you know so that's uh, that's pretty amazing. It's fun to watch, and and you know to see the uh, the Blue Note uh, all of the place and all the age groups is uh, uh, it's been fun and you're always very gracious to take pictures at every <laughs> rink you happen to be at well, when they stop uh, asking for pictures, you know, you're uh, irrelevant. So, uh, <laughs> you know, you get your face out there, uh, you know, maybe a, an extra post or two. But, uh, no, it, it's fun. I, I love uh, 
uh, talking hockey at the rink and, and, you know, see all these, you know, smiles on the kids' faces. Uh, you know, my favorite is just seeing the learn to play and the kids, you know, crashing into each other and, and falling all over but having a big smile on their face. So <laughs> that's when uh, hockey's pure before the politics and, and parents really, uh, you know, expect their kid to be in the NHL. Well, let's talk about your business venture. We mentioned it before we went to the break. So you and Kelly Chase and Brett Hull are getting together to get into the the cannabis business. Um, Explain a little bit about what your plans are, what you've already done, and, and how hard was it to get one of those licenses? Uh, it was real tough. Uh, I think we applied for, uh, 11 licenses and, and got one. And then, uh, you know, through a couple other people were able to, uh, uh, acquire, purchase, uh, a few others. So, uh, at the moment we have, uh, manufacturing, uh, uh, cultivation and then three dispensaries, uh, one in Chesterfield, one in Columbia, Missouri, and the other one in Springfield, Missouri. And those are open now? Yes, the three dispensaries are all open and, uh, you know, ready to serve. And so, uh, and what's the name of them? Uh, Hippos. Uh, so, you know, you can see it uh, out in the Chesterfield Valley. Um, and then, uh, you know, Columbia and, and Springfield, you could uh, search it on our website and, and uh, find them uh, pretty easily. Yeah, that's hipposcannabis.com, H I P P O S. Hippos you've in Springfield, Columbia, and now Chesterfield, as you mentioned, 17409 Chesterfield Airport Road. Looks like on Monday, those hours expand to 9 a.m. to 10 p.m. You're going to be busy. You got enough staff over there? The- yeah, we've been uh, we've been hiring over the last few weeks uh, and, and training and, you know, making sure we have the, the bud tenders that are very knowledgeable, uh, very educated. You know, you can go in there and, and tell them exactly what... Uh, uh, what your ailments are, or what you're looking for, and they'll uh, uh, they're they're really good. Um, it, it kind of recommending, you know, whether you're you're looking for something to to, uh, to smoke, to uh, to eat, or or drink. They they have everything, and uh, they're you know they they're probably the smartest people I've ever talked to, and and most passionate about uh, uh, helping people. I have to play devil's advocate here. I sat in on a webinar last week, talking yeah. about teen use and youth use of marijuana, obviously, you know, before it was legal. And obviously it's 21 and up in Missouri is the law. But do you have concerns that because you're operating a dispensary that eventually it might get in the hands of young people? And what would you say to that? Um, you know, it's all about parenting. Um, you know, you, you get to help, you get to be able to watch your kids. But, uh, you know, also the uh, government regulated uh, cannabis, it's uh, it, it's all tested. Um you know, one of the biggest problems and, and the biggest deaths uh, amongst uh, drug use is uh, fentanyl right now. And, and you know, I, I just heard another story of, uh, I think it was a 12-year-old that, you know, you know was taking something that was laced with fentanyl and and uh, and died. And another, uh, you know, 20-year-old on, on vacation, you know, got something off the street and uh, was laced with fentanyl. So, uh, you know, there's always, uh, you know, concern that, you know, the, the younger kids are, are going to get it, but, uh, you know, parenting is, is got to be a huge part of it. It's just like alcohol. It's just like, you know, any kind of drug off the street. Um, you know, you got to watch your kids, you got to be, uh, you know, very cautious of, of what they're doing, but, um, you know, our stuff, you know, cannabis, it's not, you're not going to overdose on it. You're, you know, and it's and it's government regulated. It's tested, so you know exactly what's going to be in it. The dispensaries have been medicinal up to this point, and I think it transitions to recreational this next month. Is that right? How, On the what sixth, is that yes. process like for you as a business owner? 
Uh, so the, uh, you know, all the existing, uh, licenses, uh, as long as you're, you know, you're meeting all the criteria from the, uh, from the state that, you know, you, you switch over to the recreational and then there's going to be, uh, some more licenses that you can apply for, uh, for, uh, for new, new licensees. So, um, but yeah, no, it's, it's going to be, uh, medicinal, so you, or, uh, recreational now you can walk in there, um, you can still, uh, at 18 years old, if you have a medical card, you can still go in. And uh, so the age is a little bit younger, but it's, you know, uh, cancer patients, uh, uh, you know, a lot of, you know, different, uh, you know, epilepsy, uh, cannabis helps with a lot. So uh, if you're 18 and you have a medicinal card, you can still go in there and, and get but 21 uh, recreational. And, uh, you know, hopefully people take advantage of uh you know the, the the help this has with with pain, with with sleep disorders, with anxiety. Uh, you know, it's not all about uh, getting high. Uh, it, it's about you know helping these different, uh, you know, non traditional uh, you know medicines to help out and 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 you know help these uh, you know these patients out. Are you seeing people um, in your experience recreational marijuana usage in all walks of life? I mean, are you anticipating you know moms, dads? CEOs, uh, people, blue collar, you know, all over the place. Absolutely. Uh, it's amazing the last couple of years since getting into this, uh, the more stories, the more people I talk to, uh, you know, it kind of, you know, get rid of the stigma of, of, you know, the days of confused, uh, you know, walking around, you're high all the time. Uh, you know, a lot of my friends are, uh, switching from alcohol to, uh, to cannabis, uh, yeah, just just people. I I talk to uh, soccer moms. I've talked to you know high ups in in companies. You know the stress that comes along with everyday life. The stress that comes along with uh, uh, you know with the work environment. A lot of people are 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 switching to cannabis to to help them sleep instead of taking Ambien. That you know people are sleepwalking on, sleep eating, driving cars uh, uh, that they don't even know they're doing. You know they're they're switching to to cannabis to to help them sleep and and you know they they have a better quality of life because of it. It's interesting. Uh, we only have a little bit of time left. Let's give the information again. So hipposcannabis dot com. Uh, Chesterfield Airport Road, 17409 Chesterfield Airport Road. You're going to expand the hours because you're going recreational on Monday. So this Monday, 9 a.m. to 10 p.m. Uh, what else should people know about it? Like, Is it pretty easy to park, walk in, and, and uh, talk to a bud tender? Yeah, it is. Uh, you, know, you walk in, you, you, you're going to see a, a pretty cool uh, little store. We got everything right there. You're going to have a bud tender who's going to come out and uh, answer any questions that you have. Uh, you can go online too. You can, you know, search the products and, uh, you, you know, you can have them waiting for you when you get there too. If you, you know, you don't want to sit there for, uh, uh, for 15 minutes and, and, you know, talk about cannabis, you, you can order online and, and have it ready, you know, in and out, uh, service. So, uh, but you know, I, I recommend everybody go in start talking to the, uh, butt tenders, ask all the questions that you have and, uh, they're, they are, like I said before, they're, they're so smart and so passionate and, and really want to help. Well, we appreciate you coming in, uh, say hello to Chaser and give our condolences to Holly. And I know that, uh, there's a chance that if you pop in there, you'll be able to talk some hockey with Barrett Jackman. Uh, <laughs> and hopefully the blues can turn this thing around because it's been rough. Yeah. The more wins, the, uh, the happier the, uh, the, the talk is. That's right. <laughs> Thanks for being with us. Really appreciate it. My pleasure. Thanks for listening. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.